Join the Pop Goes the Culture crew at our next convention stop in Jackson, Mississippi for Mississippi Anime Fest, Saturday, March the 11th and Sunday, March the 12th. We'll be there with voice actors like Charles Martinet, Eric Stewart, Gray Delisle, Justin Cook, Ryan Colt-Levy, Sarah Wiedenheft, Lucy Christian, Kyle Herbert, Stephanie Young, tons of vendors, cosplayers, and our cosplay guest judges, and a whole lot more. You can find all the convention details, the program schedule, and get your tickets at msanimefest.com. We hope to see you there. The Pop Goes the Culture podcast is intended for mature audiences. Remember that if you're listening through speakers or with kids in the car. Don't say we didn't warn you. Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, March the 3rd. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me on the show this week, I've got... I'm Dakota. And that's it. That's <laughs> just me and Dakota this week, and that's okay. We are uh, we're going to do things a little differently this week anyhow. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the meantime, what you been up to? What have you been watching, playing, doing, listening to, reading, writing? Uh, I'm still on this big... You're on Godzilla kick? I'm still on the Godzilla journey. Uh, I'm about eight in now. Uh they don't get much better. No, um, they really start to go the, downhill. They, yeah, I think there's a dip, and then the new ones came out, and those are pretty good. Um, yeah. But they are fun. I mean, I was having this conversation with a friend yesterday. He's like, you keep writing these all like three out of five stars. And I was like, yeah, but if like everything, everywhere at once is my five star, there's no world where the best Godzilla movie is a five star. Yeah. Like, and it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Like, camp is fun. And yeah. Like, if you know what you're getting into. Good, just okay is okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's called okay for a reason. Like, and that, he's like, well, you know, but like, are you not allowing yourself to enjoy it? And I was like, well, I am. That's why I'm watching it. I'm having yeah. fun with it. But like, if I wasn't enjoying it, I would have stopped But just one. because I am doesn't mean it's good. And it's like, well, it's good if you enjoy it. And I was like, okay, well, here's the deal. Chicken <laughs> McNuggets are good. And sometimes I'd rather have that than a steak. Yeah. Um, but objectively, a steak is way fucking better than Chicken McNuggets. Yeah. Anytime. So like, doesn't mean they're not good. I, I've had a blast with them. Yeah. Um, but that's really all I've done. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, so I'm, I'm still current on Last of Us on HBO. Uh, I did. We talked about this. I think it was last week. I watched uh, Megan on Peacock about the killer doll. I don't think you told me you watched. You told us you watched. I watched it, yeah, it. I think that's why we talked. I think last week, last Friday, I, I think, think we talked about streaming. Yeah, I think it came out on Peacock last Friday. So I watched it. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it's three out of five. I've heard, <laughs> yeah. Not a bad time to watch. Yeah. Not a good movie. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I, I don't I, need to see it again. But. I've heard kind of mixed reviews, and someone told me that after because I'd heard a bunch of bad ones up front, but literally last Saturday, a friend said they watched it and they were like, "I mean, it's kind of campy and makes fun of itself in all the right ways, right?" And like, uh, it's got the little message about like humans relying on technology too much. Yeah, like, but like for what it is, they said it was a pretty solid little movie. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Uh, I did go see Hamilton when it came to town this week, this yeah. last weekend as well. That was fun. How did you enjoy that? It was good. We had uh, we were fourth row, so we could see the sweat <laughs> on everybody's brows as they were. Fun. That's pretty awesome. But, but God, man, people that like so you know it's all shapes and sizes of people, which is yeah. great. I mean, everybody's got talent, no matter how big or small you are. But I'm looking at some of them like, <laughs> and don't take this wrong. There's no right way to say this. It's like, how can you still be that big of a person because 
I see you working your ass off up there. Yeah, like, like you're sweating buckets. Yeah, <laughs> so sprinting across the stage oh, every fuck. single God, night. Yes. And the jumps and the dance and the turn. That's just traveling. Like, holy shit. Traveling wears on your physically yeah, too. It does too. But God, yeah, it was good. Everybody did a great job in it. It was sometimes with these, you know, you get the touring companies that go around and you kind of like, well, good for you, buddy, but you weren't quite there. This crew was actually like they actually found people that were in the right range to sound like the people in the original production. Yeah, I thought Lynn so. Manuel and Miranda was going to be there. <laughs> no, he wasn't there. <laughs> you couldn't but pay the him dude they had, <laughs> But the dude they had Pretty. sounded just like him. No shit. Didn't look anything like him, but it sounded just like him. That's oh. what I mean. Like They did a good job of matching these people in this touring production with the original cast's range. Of, yeah, you know. pretty well. And and that's hard to do because some of those are like, oh, shit, that's too fast. Or, wow, that's really, that's, you know, you nailed like eight octaves there. Yeah, and that, and they're here for a long time, too. Because, like, yeah. when, I, when I saw you Thursday, I thought I, Tara had said she was going on maybe on Friday Thursday or, Thursday, yeah, or yeah. Friday. And you, I was like, well, I figured you saw it. And you're like, no, we're going this week. And I was like. I guess it would be more than one night. Oh, I think they've but sold out every performance for it, like two, however long they're here, two or three weeks. Yeah, I know people watching it like for well past this weekend. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize they're going to be here that long. So that's got to yeah. be... It was fun. It was Being good. in another town for... Being in Springfield for three weeks when you're not used to it could yeah. be pretty fucking rough. <laughs> well, and so there was a couple that was sitting behind us, uh, a couple and their family, their kids, and apparently they had driven here from Kansas City to watch the show. Oh, shit. Because it's to like, sit where they were sitting, which was would have been fifth row, mm-hmm. they were saying if they tried to get those seats in Kansas City for the four or five people in their family, it was going to be thousands of dollars. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. each seat was like five hundred a piece. Yeah, that and so if there's four or bit. five of them. You know, you're talking about two thousand twenty five hundred. I know they didn't pay that for those seats because I know what I paid for the row right in front of them, and it was nowhere near five hundred dollars a seat. <laughs> if it'd been, been five hundred a seat, I, we'd have been sitting on the top row. <laughs> <You'd> <laughs> like, the uh, row. I'll pay the babysitter a hundred bucks, and <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. just me and the wife going. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but yeah, no, it was good. So, I mean, like, yeah, they're selling out because people are coming in for reasonable priced tickets. It's amazing yeah. how that works, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right? It's Which, funny. I mean, I get that they can do that in those bigger cities because they're like, well, if no one pays there, there's a, someone's going to pay there. You yeah, know? Like, somebody will pay it and we'll not have them here as long. So, hey, there's only going to be a week's worth of shows, so you got to get in and see it. Yeah, I mean, it's a numbers game. Yeah. It's, but, fuck. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's, really awesome. it's pretty weird and wild for like, yeah, we came from Kansas City to watch the show in Springfield. Yeah, no shit. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's the opposite of how that works. Yeah, usually we go up there for anything that we want to see. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast today. Here's what we're going to do. Like I said, we're, we're breaking format a little bit because it is the first of March, our first episode of the month of March, which means it's time to kick off our Pop Goes the Culture March Madness Tournament. <laughs> So this year, we are doing our March Madness Tournament based on favorite music videos. Now, like you were saying earlier, a favorite music video might be a three out of five, just like a Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. But these are the ones that our participants said these are their favorites. Yeah. Um, here's the way this thing all broke down. We have 16 participants who have sent us their picks. It was a draft. So whoever made the first pick, nobody else could pick that. Yeah. So the first pick, it's off the board second pick even if what they picked first was your favorite you it's gone yeah you've got to pick another favorite so 
The person at number 16 might have picked their 16th favorite video, but that's just the way it shakes out. Mm. Um, so that is what we're doing. We're doing this tournament style, so our number one pick will go against our number 16 pick, and so on. We'll match them up that way. And the way this happens is we're going to post polls on our social media, and we'll give you all that information later. Um, each week we'll have all the matchups. Each matchup will be its own separate post on Twitter because that's how you have to do it. Uh, on Facebook, we'll probably just throw them all in one and just say make sure you reply to each of these or something. But um, that's what's going to happen is you're going to vote on your favorite in each matchup. And then this 16 will be whittled down to eight. Those eight will compete next week go down to four the next week at the end of the month we will crown a champion the number one favorite music video of pop goes the culture podcast listeners followers on social media whoever is voting on these things we're going to know at the end of the month what your favorite music video is and you know we'll, we'll announce that and i don't know maybe we'll send them a certificate or something in the yeah. mail i don't know fedex it to them so that's what we've done you've participated you've picked as well mm-hmm. so uh that's what we're doing. I I hope that makes sense to everybody at home yeah. listening. I mean, it will once they get going. It's like yeah. A I think lot of I think things. we get into this thing. You'll figure this out. So we're gonna do this like they do with the uh, basketball tournament. We're gonna look at each quadrant of the bracket one at a time. Okay. So we're gonna start with uh, one quadrant of the bat bracket that has our number one overall pick. Okay. Our number one pick was made by Thomas Townley of the Multiverse Tonight podcast, a uh, friend of the show. We've done panels with him in Kansas City. He's a good guy. Check him out, Multiverse Tonight, uh, in your favorite podcast player. He chose with the number one pick, Take On Me by AHA as the number one pick, versus our number 16 pick, which was picked by Chris Arendt. He's the editor-in-chief over at Popverse. He's at Emerald City Comic Con this weekend. Uh, He's also Eisner and Harvey Awards judge, comic book judge. He chose with the number 16 pick, Come to Daddy by Apex Twins. So here's what we've got. So Thomas says uh, about Take On Me, this is one of my favorite due to its use of rotoscope animation. I've loved it ever since I first saw it on Friday Night Videos back in the 80s. My God, that's a throwback. You don't even know Friday Night Videos. I don't even know the 80s. (laughs) Dude, Friday Night Videos was on NBC after like the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. Like they would, you know, and then David Letterman would be on. Friday Night Videos was basically like an hour block of music videos. Okay. So it was like a mini MTV on Friday nights. Okay. Um, for people that didn't have cable, I guess. <laughs> and Chris yeah. says of uh, his pick, Come to Daddy, best music does not always equal the best music video, kind <laughs> of like we've been talking about the whole yeah. conversation here. Uh, he says, that being said, if viewing best music video as the best performance based on a song, I would opt for Chris Cunningham's music video for Apex Twins, Come to Daddy. Arresting and for me the most unsettling but true to the song video I've ever seen. I was entranced by it at the time of its release, and upon later revisiting it, it still holds up with the aged CGI used in the video, make it even more kit bashy feeling. So, our number one pick, Take On Me, versus our number 16 pick, Come to Daddy. We'll talk about those more in just a minute. And then the second matchup in that part of the bracket is our number eight pick, Jason Meiske author, co-host of the Sample Chapter podcast, part of the Pop Goes Culture podcast network. You can listen to his podcast wherever podcasts are sold as well. Again, great guy. We've worked with him at Kansas City on panels and stuff as well. Uh, He chose with the number eight pick, Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel, the kind of the stop motion-y thing, versus our number nine pick. So the eight, nine pick are the the two closest. Uh, 
The number nine pick was made by Chris Luzader. She's a DJ, film critic, member of the Critics' Choice Association, and she chose with the number nine pick Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. So we've got Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen as our matchup, the 8-9 matchup. Jason says this was a tough for me as the 80s, in my opinion, were the time for great music videos. I went with Sledgehammer because of its pounding rhythm, incredible stop-motion antics, and it's one of those songs that get you moving no matter what. Chris says of her pick, Bohemian Rhapsody, super tough category. The simple video is unique in style and allows the vocals to shine in one of the greatest rock songs of all time. So those are the four videos in this part of the bracket. Again, the number one pick, Take On Me, against the number 16 pick, Come To Daddy. And then the number eight pick, which was Sledgehammer, taking on the number nine pick, Bohemian Rhapsody. So looking at that quadrant, looking at those four videos, what are you thinking as far as these matchups go? What do you see? What stands out to you? What are you looking for? So I've only seen uh, Take On Me. Right. Uh, which I was literally forgot, because I've seen the list, you know, but yeah. I, I forgot. And I was just talking about how great that song and video was last yeah. night, just because. Yeah. Um, so before I make a decision or anything, I'll go watch all of the these. ones I haven't yeah. seen. Two of them, I don't even know the songs. Well, and that, what we'll do also is if you're listening to the podcast, uh, you can look at the episode description, the details where it talks about, here's what we're talking about this week. And we have not only the matchups listed, like 1 and 16, 8 and 9, but we also have a link to where you can find these videos on YouTube as well for every video in the tournament. Oh, so you can check out every one of those. That makes that easy to find. Yeah, you can get it on our episode details or you can get it at popgoestheculture.com. We'll have it there as well. Awesome, but awesome. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I'll definitely do that before I make my decision. Yeah. Um, but, like... Well, I'm, I mean, like, and I can't remember what the name of the person that said that, um, like we talked about it, just because it's a good song doesn't mean, doesn't always equal good video or vice versa. Yeah. Um, and I grew up as like music videos were kind of falling Starting off. Like fade, MTV yeah. wasn't MTV anymore. It was, <laughs> it was the real world teen, <laughs> teen mom and yeah. uh, real world and all that bullshit. Uh, spring, I get, you weren't getting music hardly in, no. at all. Um, so, my my thing is that yeah, I guess a fun, a f you want a music video that's fun. Um, the more it feels like it relates to the song or ties into the song well, I feel like matters a lot. Um, so yeah, and it's hard for me, like I said, because I didn't grow up watching a ton, right. to not just pick my favorite song. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is the tricky thing about this this specific. If category. you'd had the number one pick, do you think you would have picked "Take on Me" by Aha? Or do you think you might? Yeah, and it's not a. You don't have to tell me what you would have picked. But do you think you would have picked that or something else? Um, well, I, I know what I would have picked because I picked them before we started. Oh, okay, uh, I you had, had a list of one through I had sixteen. In my case four, you got the last and one. I was well. I had my four, and it was just like, I'll change it if someone picks my thing. Um, and there's a couple I'm confident no one else will pick. Okay, um, because again, I they're only really access to a few music videos when I was growing up. So, um, but. Out of these four, that's for sure what I would have picked was, okay. take, was take on me. Well, let's move on to your pick because in the next quadrant, we have uh, four new music videos, starting with the number four pick, which was yours. Uh -huh. Do you remember what you picked? Shit, no. You picked Here It Goes Again by OK Go. Oh, yeah. Versus our number 13 pick, which was made by Mike Marlowe of Fellowship of the Geeks podcast. Again, another proud partner in the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. With the number 13 pick, he picked Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles. So we've got Here It Goes Again by OK Go, Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles. 
Mike said on his pick, this was the first video ever aired on MTV back when they showed music videos. Is it the best song? No. But the video sure does capture the 1980s, and yes, I'm old, is what <laughs> he says. Now, Dakota, what would you say about Here It Goes Again? Why did you pick this for your pick? Um, as far as music videos go, the OK Go, when they were coming out, at least I remember being in high school with like iPod videos. Right. Um, when those were a thing that were cool. And they were real budget. Like they figured out a way to be a poor band that was yep. trying to get going and make it super fucking interesting. I mean, I don't know if you've seen this music video. I mean, you probably had yeah. to for this, but like, oh, yeah, I've seen like, it before. But yeah. Like the tr- yeah, and uh, the treadmill deal was just like so. F- it was so fun. They f- it did. We went paired well with the music, like the dance. They did yep. all that. It was goofy. It was fun, and they made a really interesting video out of a handful of fucking treadmills. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they still. Now that they're a way bigger band, they still do most of their videos just like Rue Goldberg machine level bullshit. Yeah. Um, and I think that's super cool. Sticking to their roots, yeah. Yeah. So the other matchup, so that's our 4 and 13. And the other matchup in our quadrant has the number 5 pick made by popgoestheculture.com contributor Tara Reyes. She picked number 5. So okay. you picked 4, she picked 5. Nice. She went with Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Okay. Versus our number 12 pick. So this is the lowest No, I'm sorry. 13 was the lowest. So we had 4, 13, 5, and 12. But our number 12 pick was made by Jen Johnmeyer, Director of Communications at the Alamo Drafthouse and co-host of the Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse podcast which is back this week with brand new episodes. Check that out in your mm-hmm. favorite podcast player. She went with the number 12 pick, November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Oof. So we've got Wannabe by Spice Girls, November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Tara says of Wannabe, it's fun, catchy, and colorful with easy choreography that anyone can dance along to. Where Jen says about November Rain, the first hard rock video to be viewed 2 billion times with a B uh, on YouTube. It has a podcast specifically about the video, and it makes me want to have a cake fight at a wedding in the rain every single time. So we've got the four in this quadrant are Here It Goes Again, Video Killed the Radio Star, Wannabe, and November Rain. So we're all over like the timeline on this, because mm-hmm. Video Killed the Radio Star was the first, as he mentioned, the first video on, music, on MTV, so there's your 80s. Yeah. Spice Girls was 90s. Uh, November okay. Rain was, I think it was 90s also, early 90s. It was early, early 90s. And then, yeah, and then like and then, mid 90s would have been Spice Girls. Yeah, and then OK, and then okay, OK, Go. OK Go was like 2010 yeah. era, like a little before 2010. Yeah, so we're, we're kind of spanning the range here. I'm not going to ask you your thoughts on this one because you're in this one. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> uh, I was, I started to weigh in between the two, the two middle ones, but yeah. like, November Rain's a really fucking good At pick. At 12? <laughs> it slid to yeah, number 12? No, That's like, pretty good. It's a really good pick. Yeah. And, like, the 90s kid me wants to be like, oh, Spice Girls, though. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a tough one, I feel it like. It is, yeah. We could, yeah, there could definitely be some upsets uh, in this one for sure. All right, let's move over to the other half of the bracket. We're going to start in the top right corner. Not yeah. that you can see. I'm just making that <laughs> up, but that's where it is in my head. Okay. Uh, starting at with the number three pick. Number three was picked by Gerald Morris of Two Peas on a Podcast. Again, check that out wherever podcasts are sold. With the number three pick, he went with Smells Like Teen Spirit from Nirvana versus the number 14 pick. Now, this is kind of a different 
pick. Our number 14 pick was made by Daxter Sullivan, a core contributor over at geekdad.com, and she went with an original, like, homebrewed video. The video is called Dear Superman, I Love You, signed Lois Lane. It has the audio from Taylor Swift, and then the video is from Superman the Animated Series. So her husband actually made a I video. And yeah, so that's well, her favorite because that's one that she's got a personal connection to. Well, that's awesome. That is cool. Uh, Gerald says of Smells Like Teen Spirit, a true game changer. Everything in music, especially rock, changed after this song and this album, and the music video changed the game for MTV leading to what would become the TRL era, the Total Request Live era. It was and is literally a phenomenon. Dexter says, For giggles, here's one my husband made for me. If you like Superman, you may enjoy it. Those are our number three and number 14 matchup uh, in the top part of this quadrant. Our second matchup in the top right corner has number six pick, uh, by Shirai Bohannon, who is a writer at Dread Central and host of a bunch of podcasts, horror-related podcasts, A Nightmare on Fear Street, Blurdy Massacre, Hey You, dedicated to the TV show You on Netflix, and Alter Tapes podcast. Again, all of those available wherever you get your podcast. With the number six pick, she went with Gossip Folks by Missy Elliott versus the number 11 pick made by our own Pop Goes the Culture co-host, Jess... She's not here to talk about it, but I, I got her thoughts on hers as well. With the number 11 pick, she went with Rump Shaker by Rex and Effect. Yeah, that sounds right. Shreya <laughs> uh, says, Missy never misses, but this one is the one that makes me think I should get up and dance, she says, of uh, Gossip Folks. And Jess says, of Rump Shaker, she wanted to be a fly girl growing up, and this was one of the dance routines that she learned was to rump shaker. Yeah, that doesn't surprise fly me. Fly girls uh, one, one from uh, In Living Color back in the... Wasn't J-Lo a fly girl originally? She was a fly Isn't girl. That how she uh, got she, like, so was, uh, her start? I, she was a fly girl. I want to say Rosie Perez, the actress, was a fly girl as well. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of talent coming through that show. So this quadrant, again, has the number three pick, number 14 pick, number six, and a number 11. Again, three and 14 are Smells Like Teen Spirit and Dear Superman, I Love You, signed Lois Lane. And then the 6-11 matchup is Gossip Folks by Missy Elliott against Rump Shaker by Rex and Effect. What are your thoughts on this part of the bracket? We got a lot of different stuff going on here. Yeah, this is all over the board. Um, again, I don't know how to see him. I think it's super fucking sweet that she shared her husband's Absolutely. video that he made. Yeah. So um, I, I want to root for that. Always. Love love always conquers. But not teen... Smells like teen spirit. I don't think it does. That's a really <laughs> that's good... That's hard to conquer. <laughs> that, that's love a, doesn't conquer much yeah. <laughs> in that category. Um, that's a really good video. Yeah. I've heard like... You, there's like a lot of lore around that video, yeah. it feels like, with like how they had recorded it. What's funny is that like everybody's trying to read something into all of it. And it's like, nah, dude, they just fucking got in the gym and shot a video. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> there was nothing. just random but shots. There's all that and like, lore, That's cool. And you hear like these dumb backstories about where, like, just where he got the song in general, like the name for it was dating right. a bikini girl and yep, or bikini kill that girl from bikini kill and like stuff like that. Yep, it, uh, it's just it's really a, it's one of those things that like my generation should barely know it and they it still holds. They up. still like, know it. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of my kids will probably know it at some point when they get older. So yeah, that's probably my pick. It's gonna, it is a, it was a phenomenon. It was, and it's the t- it's the it's the high number, the high pick in this quadrant. Mm-hmm. So 
And then in our final quadrant, we have the last two matchups. We've got the number two pick by award-winning performer and comedian Derek Zhu. The number two pick, he takes Thriller by Michael Jackson, okay, which you figured it would show up at some point. Yeah. And number 15 pick that he's up against comes from Dusty, our own co-host, with Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. So we've got Thriller versus Anaconda. Derek says, the music video. I remember watching it on Halloween when I was five, and I was in awe. I still watch it every Halloween. And Dusty says of Anaconda, I picked Anaconda for obvious reasons. It's a super sexy vid. So it really fucking is. It is. Good yeah. for him. <laughs> good, yeah. good job. Hey, own it. Know what yeah. you know what you're picking. <laughs> and then our final matchup, the last matchup in this quadrant, the last matchup that we're going to talk about here starts with the number seven pick, our buddy Caleb Smothers, who's a frequent contributor to the podcast. And I'm surprised he didn't call in this week. He must uh. not have been doing much, much either. He chose at the number seven pick, Breathe Deeper by Tame Impala. Versus our number 10 pick made by Drew Douglas of Quality Check Podcast. Again, check that out wherever podcasts are sold. He went with The Scientist by Coldplay. So Caleb says of Breathe Deeper, it's an absolute trip. It's an animated music video, but it really gets going with the colors, psychedelic visuals, and the song itself is killer. I have a feeling he's sitting in the smoke room whenever he's watching this video. I promise you he is. (laughs) Okay. I've been there when he did it. (laughs) All right. There you Um, go. And then Drew says of The Scientist, 20 years before Christopher Nolan made Fighting in Reverse a thing, Coldplay released this backward gem that reminded viewers to always wear your seatbelt. The video is mesmerizing yet imperfect, and I still feel the feels when I watch it today. So our final matchup has the number two pick, Thriller, versus number 15 in Anaconda, and then the number seven pick, Breathe Deeper, and the number 10 pick, The Scientist. What are your thoughts on this last group of matchups? I mean, I think it's in the top of the bracket for a reason, but yeah. I think Thriller's going to win. Like, it's Yeah, it's going to win. I, and I, <laughs> yeah. I don't care for Coldplay. I'm fine with Tame Impala. I've tried to get into him. <laughs> um, I think Anaconda has sexy points for sure. Um, I would pick that before I'd pick a Michael Jackson thing for horny reasons, but <laughs> but for sure probably thrilling. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can pick Michael Jackson for horny reasons. If you <laughs> I mean, like sure, you yeah, 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 yeah. But if you need uh, to, go ahead. He's just kind of creepy looking in that one, and <laughs> always. So that's it. Those are the matchups. I'm going to run through them one more time because this is our pop quiz for this week. So you've got eight matchups. You can vote in each one. Let us know your favorite music video from each matchup when you vote in the pop quiz. The matchups, again, were number one seed, Take On Me, versus the number 16 seed, Come To Daddy. We've got the number eight seed, uh, Sledgehammer, versus the number nine, Bohemian Rhapsody. We have the number four, Here It Goes Again, against the number 13, Video Killed the Radio Star. Number five, Wannabe by Spice Girls versus number 12 with November Rain. That still feels like she got a steal at number 12 with that one. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Uh, Then on the other half, again, we've got number three pick, which smells like Teen Spirit, against number 14, which was Dear Superman, I Love You, signed Lois Lane. And my my phone didn't get that. Uh, The number six pick was uh, Gossip Folks against the number 11 pick, which was Rump Shaker. And then the number two pick, Thriller, against number 15, Anaconda. Number seven was Breathe Deeper against number 10, The Scientist. 
That's the pop quiz for this week. We need you to go in and vote for these. Here's how you do that. You can vote for your favorite in each matchup by searching for and following us at PGTC Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages, so you cannot miss it. Or you can call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842 and leave a message with your comments, uh, your picks from each of the uh, matchups. Or you can call us and tell us what we didn't pick. Only 16 were picked. And honestly, I, did not, I didn't see all of these. This 16, this group of 16 is not necessarily the 16 that I would have thought we would have had, which is, which is the fun for me, yeah, bringing in all these what. extra people, all these other contributors, all these other podcasters, all this stuff. is Because, yeah, you, you find things that well, you weren't like, looking for. I like the mix of, like, like it feels weird to not have... The top have, end is pretty obvious. Yeah, it feels weird to not have Thriller or November Rain or t- Smells Like Teen Spirit because those are all just... Or Video Killed the Radio Star. But, like, getting the weird little in-betweens. Yeah, the uh, stuff that you're like, ooh, I had... That yeah, like, is good, but you wouldn't have thought of it. I yeah. like to see that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. And, again, you can watch before you vote if you want to. You can watch all of those. Um, there's a link to the YouTube video for each of those in the episode description on this podcast and over at popgoestheculture.com. Uh, like I said, yeah, and if you want to call the hotline and tell us what you would have picked if you had had the 17 pick, so what you would have picked if you these were already off the board, feel free to do that. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. And we'll steal that for the next round. Maybe so. <laughs> that hotline's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We sure would like to hear from you on that. The winners will move on to the next round on next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. At the end of the month, we'll crown a champion. Again, check out those videos and vote. That is the bulk of what we're doing this week, and that's going to run all throughout the month. We are going to take a quick break, though. When we come back, we're going to take a look at this date in history, what's coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture, and more. So don't go anywhere. We are going to be right back right after this. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. This is for your Big Mac, right? First one that misses? Watches the winner eat lunch. Got it. Off the glass. Nice shot. Off the floor, off the scoreboard, off the bank board, no rim. Over the second rafter, off the floor, nothing but net. Through the window, off the wall, nothing but net. Off the expressway, over the river, off the billboard, through the window, off the wall, 
nothing but net. Thanks again to Jason with the Sample Chapter Podcast and to McDonald's for once again sponsoring this week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast with that throwback commercial. On this date in entertainment and pop culture, March the 3rd, 1923, Time Magazine published its first issue. Good for them. Yeah. March 3rd, 1931. So this feels late, but it's the truth. The Star-Spangled Banner became the official national anthem of the United States in 1931. That does feel weird. It's eight years older than my grandmother. Yeah, which is weird. And she's 83. It feels like it was like a couple hundred years. It feels like it should have been like during the Revolutionary War yeah, or shortly thereafter. It doesn't feel like less than a century. No, it feels like it should be yeah, a couple, yeah. couple hundred years old. Also on that date, on March the 3rd, 1931, Cab Calloway, jazz musician, recorded his song, Minnie the Moocher, which was the very first jazz song to sell one million copies. Back in 1931, selling a million copies. Uh, it was featured in... It was uh, right out of a Depression, too. Yeah. That, again, you're selling a million copies during the Depression? Yeah, Come on. Good for you. Uh, that sh- uh, song was featured also in the movie The Blues Brothers. I was going to say, then he raised The Blues Brothers, which That's is really cool. Yeah, because he, he did that after he recorded the song. He had to raise those two yeah. assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's take a listen to a little bit of that. On this date, March 3rd, 1956, Elvis Presley's very first song to enter the top 10 did so on this date in 1956. Do you remember what song that was? Do you have any guess? Well, I don't it? remember because I was there. Um, <laughs> I mean, do, do you remember from reading the script earlier? That we, no, I, uh, I, I, can I, I'm going to guess now, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, ain't nothing but a hound dog. Nothing but uh, a hound dog? You think it's hound dog? No, I think it's Jailhouse Rock. Jailhouse Rock? Yeah. This was Elvis's first top ten song right here. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that heartbreak hotel where I'll be. I'll be just so lonely, baby. Well, I'm so lonely. I'll be just so lonely. I could die. Although it's always crowded, you still can find some room for broken. Heartbreak Hotel, Elvis' first top ten hit. I wasn't even close. Nope. 
Ah, you were close. No, you picked Elvis songs. I mean, there's like five songs I could have picked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, March the 3rd, 1985. I know you won't remember this, but uh, we've been talking about this guy because he's been in the news a little bit lately. The TV show Moonlighting, starring uh, Bruce Willis. That's how he got his start. Really? And Sybil Shepard premiered on ABC on this date in 1985. And then on March the 3rd, 1997. I don't know if you'll remember this one or not. I was on six. MTV... Okay. So again, when they're not playing music videos, totally appropriate for this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daria, the TV show Daria premiered. Another Mike Judge TV show that came out of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, and it it, it was like a cop. It was like a mashup of like Beavis and Butthead and like my so-called life. Like if they got together and had an animated it, baby, it was well. Daria. I was literally watching Daria two nights ago. Um, <laughs> That's great. I love because uh, it's on one of the Pluto channels. It's yeah. like Comedy Central Animation will have Beavis and Butthead and sometimes yep. Daria. I didn't know that. I thought it was a Mike Judge joint because yeah. it's from, they stole Daria straight from, yeah. not stole, they used he, Daria. He moved her over, yeah. But he didn't really have much to do with the show. Yeah. Like he just gave them the right to make that. Well, he was busy make, making Beavis and Butthead and, and then working on getting King, getting of, the King of the Hill off the ground. Off the ground. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, I didn't realize, like, I mean, he helped a little bit, but, like, right. he really just comes, like, yeah, you can use that character. I trust you guys. Go to town, yeah. And, I mean, he's always been good about, I mean, Greg Daniels wasn't supposed to be a co-creator for uh, King of the Hill, and he was just, like, I mean, he created Dale, basically. Like, he just, yeah. he's always been good to give credit where it's due and just be like, I trust you guys, fucking take over. Yeah. And that was great. I love that show. <laughs> it's like, if you, if you guys screw it up, I've still got the episode of Beavis and Butthead where I introduce the character, so I don't care. Yeah. Do whatever you're going to do with it. <laughs> My stuff doesn't go away just because you're doing your own thing. Yeah, and I wasn't allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead at six. But you were allowed uh, to watch Daria. But I could watch Daria, and I didn't get the jokes, but I was like, I don't know, she's kind of bitchy, and that's fun. <laughs> uh, and now as an adult, a lot of those jokes are pretty highbrow. Uh which is like, you know, a departure from Beavis yeah, and The opposite Head. of Beavis and um, Yeah, I, fu- I love Daria. Yeah, it's right on. And birthdays today. Wish a happy birthday if you see any of these folks out and about. Rapper Tone Loke, actor David Faustino from Married with Children, actress Danica McKellar from The Wonder Years, actress Jessica Biel, and singer Camila Cabello are all celebrating birthdays today on March the 3rd. Well, if I run into them. Yeah, if you, ca- if you check them out sometime, <laughs> yeah. if you see them at the mall or Walmart or gas station or whatever, be sure to stop and say hey. <laughs> all right, this today, Friday, March the 3rd, coming up this week, we've got National Cold Cuts Day today. That's your lunch meat, your cold lunch meat. A little roast beef, baby. Could be roast beef, could be ham, could be some could turkey. Could be anything turkey. Whatever yeah. you need. What's your, what's your go-to lunch meat? I kind of buried the lead. It's roast beef. Is it roast beef? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it dep- I mean, I really like a French dip. Yeah. Um, but that's not cold cut. Oh, that's uh, a hot sandwich. Well, yeah. It, is it not... Is it not count as a cold cut once they heat it up at that point? Or no, it's, it's not a cold cut if, if it, like, a French dip, a lot of times you're using actual cuts of meat. Cold cuts are more the processed, if you think, like, bologna, okay, like the okay. ham, the turkey, the roast beef, the stuff that you would get that's, like, in those thin, round yeah. <laughs> slivers of... Uh, well, I'm not going to say bologna for sure. Um I said like a honey ham. Um, I like a good grilled ham and cheese. Okay, fair enough. And today in theaters, Creed Three. I like the first two. I haven't this seen is either. Michael B. Jordan's first ever directing gig, so I'm looking forward to seeing Creed Three. Yeah, don't know I, if I'll see it in theaters, but um, yeah. And I I've heard great things about the first two. Oh yeah, they're really. This good. one's been really a lot of talk about anime influences, yeah. which made me oh yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm sure it's great. Jonathan Majors from Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. He's the king in that. He's the 
bad guy apparently in this as well. So he's a big motherfucker. He is. He is. He is he's a big jacked. old boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. He would make a great villain for that. Or anything. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. And also in theaters this weekend, Children of the Corn, a remake of Children of the Corn, the story by Stephen King. I don't know that it needs however many sequels it got and a remake now, but uh, yeah, whatever. I didn't. I didn't see. I saw the first one when I was too young and it scared the shit out of me. So you didn't go back for more. <laughs> so I didn't go back for more, but like. I wish we'd stop making things that were fine the first time. Yeah. Why not go ahead and change something that wasn't good? Yeah, something make that started remake bad. Yeah. yeah. On Saturday, March the 4th, a new comedy special hits Netflix. Chris Rock, Selective Outrage. Do you think he's going to talk about the slap at all? I, <laughs> he has to. I yeah, mean, he will. There's no, but also, Chris Rock's always been very politically near my yeah. standpoint. But I was literally driving from lunch today with Taylor and... um I got a notification from Netflix on my phone, and I saw the title of it was Selective Outrage. I was like, oh, shit, is Chris Rock going full boomer with this one? Is this his Rosie O'Donnell Fox-sponsored special? <laughs> this is his, uh, yeah, his is Dave it, Chappelle moment. Is, is he going to say <laughs> libtards in this? Is he going to say trans people don't, shouldn't have rights? Yeah, I'm I hoping not. <laughs> I can't imagine. He is pretty well. He's always pretty well been on the right side of things. Yeah. And, but that name scared me a little bit. I was like, was I'm guessing it's people having outrage about the slap. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is pretty selective when there's so much other things to be outraged about. Sure, yeah, that but we'll sense. find out on Saturday. We'll know for sure. Yeah, this Sunday, March the fifth, National Cheese Doodle Day. Do you, I do a cheese do you, doodle. Do you, do you like the crunchy ones or do you like the puffed up ones? I might have said this on the record before okay. on the podcast. Day to day life, give me crunchy. Mm. When I'm really stoned. Give me puffy because then I have something to pick out of my teeth and like hyper focus on later. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, uh, I'll take a crunchy. This is weird. I'll take a crunchy if you've got some cottage cheese. Because if you put the crunchies in the cottage cheese, it elevates both. Also, sour cream. You'd be fucking surprised. Really? Yeah, I just wouldn't doubt dipping it. them in sour cream, like yeah. like sour like onion dip. It's pretty good. I bet they'd be getting that. Was also a thing I discovered <laughs> high, but yeah, well, yeah, I'm going crunchy in the in the uh, either the cottage cheese or the sour cream or the French onion dip. Yeah, but then there's also a part of me, man. That I like just like putting the cheese puff, the puffed up ones in your mouth, and just like letting them dissolve, or even like mm-hmm. sucking them down. So yeah, they, there's, there's just like that little thin layer of dust on your. Well, I think or, every everyone with any a lot of chips, you'll get that moment where like kind of just. God takes over, and you're just <laughs> seeing how much of a mouthful of that shit you can have. Yeah, and with puffs, it just it's like somehow weirdly satisfying. Fair enough. I don't know that I've done that, but all right. Oh yeah, just cram your mouth full of them one all time. Right. We'll have to try that. Maybe ooh, ooh. let's get high. Ooh, and have how many how many cheese puffs can you get in your mouth? That Unless might, that might do, be coming. We gotta do the, the doodles. We can't do like a generic cheese. No, no, it's gotta Sam's. be the right ones. Yeah. yeah. And on uh, Monday, March the 6th, National Oreo Cookie Day. I love Oreos so I much. I do. I like the golden ones better than the chocolate ones, though. Yeah, I'll, I like anything me. not chocolate more than the chocolate version. But yeah. I, if we're not liking chocolate stuff at all, really, you'll hit an Oreo. I'll really fuck with the regular Oreo. Also on Monday night, The Voice season premiere over on NBC because God knows we don't have enough of those shows. Yeah. We need to bring back this one for another episode or another season. What season are they on now? Like 50? 75, I think. Yeah, it's like right behind uh, American Idol, which I think still airs, doesn't it? Yeah, it still goes too. That makes me throw up. I think 2001 was the first season of American Idol, uh, and we're way past that. Yeah. It's kind of like. I saw uh, on Paramount Plus, I got the notification like, hey, 
season premiere of Survivor. It's season fifty something. I'm like, how the fuck did I make them fifty of them? Because this didn't start until like the that was also two thousand two thousand two thousand one. Because they put out you know two or three. Well, and they year. do like fifty variations of it now. Yeah, Ugh, I was just oh, it's like, all geez. just fucking kind of trash TV. Yeah, over on Hulu though, Monday night. So they're doing a four night event. They're doing this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They are releasing a new episode each night of History of the World Part 2 from Mel Brooks and a, an absolute shitload of comedians and actors. Uh, he made the movie History of the World Part 1 way back when, I want to say in the 70s. I don't think it was the 80s. I think yeah. it was the 70s. A really funny show. And then at the end of it, you know, they say, oh, there's Part 1, there's going to be a Part 2. And then they have trailer, and like not trailers, but like the coming up next on the next episode. And, you know, it was a bunch of funny stuff. I don't know that they're actually going to incorporate any of those into History of the World Part 2, but... Uh, Mel Brooks is like 90-something yeah, years say, old, 96 or 97. Weirdly old to be working on new projects. But dude's having a good time. I mean, he's working with his favorite people. Wanda Sykes is involved. Uh, Ike Barinholtz. Again, a bunch, ton of funny. I mean, it's Nick a bummer Cole. that like, you're not going to get like a Leslie Nielsen, uh, Nielsen yeah. in it. Um, or Gene Wilder, obviously. Well, yeah. They're both dead, aren't they? I yeah, mean, they're dead. So like, those are two of his favorites. But but yeah, but he's working with a whole new yeah. new funny guys. And and I say new, like Wanda Sykes got her start on Roseanne, the original show, writing yeah, like for that. But yeah, eighties. But like, still, I mean, new to him. Yeah, new yeah. when you're a hundred years old. <laughs> when you're a hundred years old, anybody fifty or younger is new. Is new yeah. yeah. So these people, some of them might not be new, new, but yeah. He's going to have a good time with that. So that's the next four nights where that starts on Monday, March the 6th. March the 7th, National Cereal Day. What kind of cereal you mess with? So almost always uh, Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. It's rough on the on the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Um, fruit Pebbles, but they get soggy too fast. They do get so soggy that's, fast. But if, if you eat them quick enough, they're a solid contender. <laughs> you suck them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging right now. I'm, I'm on the honey bunches of oats with almonds right now. That's not a bad one either. That's pretty good. Also, Tuesday, March the 7th, uh, new on Blu-ray and DVD. Got a couple movies, Women Talking, which is nominated for a couple Oscars this year. And another movie not nominated for any Oscars this year, Christmas Bloody Christmas. <laughs> it's Blu-ray and DVD on Tuesday. That's actually, it's not a terrible movie. It's about yeah. a robot Santa Claus that goes on a killing spree. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like they got they got shafted at the, at the Oscars this year. Yeah, you know, if anybody was going to get an Oscar that should have, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely it. Wednesday, March the 8th, International Women's Day. And it's the new comic book day at your local comic book store. So go pick up your books. Don't leave them sitting in the box. Dustin, I don't like you. that. Thursday, March the 9th, National Barbie Day. And you, season four, part two, hits Netflix on Thursday. I don't know when the Barbie movie comes out, but I feel like they're missing an opportunity by not. Should have dropped on that weekend. Yeah, they're missing a chance there. Because you could have done Thursday night previews and then had it open this weekend. Mm-hmm. I know. Somebody messed up. Just give us a call, studios. We're, guys, we are I'm on telling this you, stuff. just call us. We're good at this. The ones that listen to us, the ones that listen to the show and yeah. change their release and, schedules. And cancel Dr. Phil. They f- knock it out of the park yeah. every time. Every Make time. good choices Making when they listen choices. to our show. Yeah. Not Barbie. Not Barbie. And, of course, we'll be recording another new episode of the Pop Goes Culture podcast next Thursday. Look for that next Friday in the podcast player of your choice. We'll be back to our regular format at that time. Plus, we'll bring you the matchups, the the Elite Eight matchups, after half of these music videos get whittled away. And it's a getaway weekend for us next weekend as well. Next Friday, we'll be driving to Jackson, Mississippi yeah. for Mississippi Anime Festival. And that is going on next weekend. If you're in the area, 
Be sure to check that out. Get your tickets at msanimefest.com. A ton of voice actors. A few of them we know already. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few of them I was looking at. I was like, well, that's cool. I'll get to have them here. And then I start looking at my schedule for the following weekend. I'm like, I don't have any of them, but man, there's like, turn like around and see them literally, again. yeah, literally like, you know, I'll turn around and see most of them again. The I know next I've weekend. seen, I think Todd, yeah. uh, I think Ian and a handful of them. Yeah. I've Ryan, seen them promoting. Yeah. And Ryan, oh yeah. I've uh, seen a handful of them promoting. Sarah, who's going to be at Mississippi. Which I'm excited to meet her because Ryan's sweet and her and, They've worked together yep. a lot, um, and yeah. So, but yeah, I've seen a lot of them already promoting Planet as well as yeah. Mississippi, and I'm like, well, Joe's at least gonna run into them again. Oh no! Well, that's why I was looking. There's one I've got my first panel on Friday at Planet in Kansas City, which is a couple weeks away. I was I was looking. I'm like, well, who's before me, and what are they doing? Because I will be there before that ends, so I want to mm-hmm. kind of know who I'm gonna be running into. And then I look at what's going on after I come off the stage because they'll be backstage. I'll be passing them, and. The after I come off on Friday afternoon, it's like a ton of the voice. It's like it's Todd, it's Ryan, it's, it's all these people that we are. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be fun to see them backstage. Yeah, be like, hey, guys. That, yeah, like, you're not doing anything for them. Yeah, no, that's gonna be like, by. hey, this is your host, <laughs> not me this week. I'm just here to have a good time. I'm just here to hang out with fucking Elvira. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to handle the real celebrities. <laughs> I'm here to find my kids a new stepmom, the Mistress of Darkness. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think I could bring her home. Okay, well, I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> Uh, so you can check all that out and more anytime over at popgoestheculture.com. We have a full calendar of everything coming up at the bottom of the site. Just get on that homepage, scroll all the way to the bottom. You'll see the list of everything going on. You can scroll through that. If you're wondering what's going to happen on, I don't know, June the 3rd, you can scroll down through there and find June the 3rd. It'll tell you. Not a whole lot in there because we don't know <laughs> when summer yeah. TV shows are out, but you'll find movies in there. Yeah. Video games. We like as quick as we find them. That's right. Bye, golly. Be sure to get your Pop Goes the Culture gear in our online store. This month, we are featuring our spring gear. That went live on the first a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. So be sure to check that out. You can get directly to our online store at popgoestheculture.com. If you've enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, I challenge you to write a 10-word review of the podcast and post it in your favorite podcast player. 10 words only, no more, no less. A 10-word review of the Pop Goes Culture podcast. Post that in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost you a thing, and it really is one of the best ways that you can show your support for the show. So I, sure I want to throw it down one extra challenge, side Ooh, challenge. Okay. Uh, you have to write up a, a haiku. No, uh, it doesn't have to a be a pod, haiku. A pop goes we'll say, haiku. We'll say that for next weekend. Okay. This weekend, you get lucky. You got 10 words. Next weekend, uh, when you, you listen. If you don't take us up on the 10 words. If you don't words, get the challenge this week, you got to write week, a haiku. It's haiku time. That's 575. Right. We'll see you next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. That's going to do it for this week. We'll be back to like our regular format and the winners that you guys choose to move on in our March Madness tournament next week. That's it, man. We knocked it out. We did it. We did it. A lot of help from friends on this one. That was yeah. That was a lot. That was that was really no nonsense. It was. We, I was looking. at I'm like, man, we got to knock this thing out because we didn't a talk lot about shitting in the shower one time this week. <laughs> we did not. It's crazy. I mean, uh, I guess I ruined it just now. But <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> God damn it, Dakota. Yeah, I know. We did our best. <laughs> That's all right. Guys, have a great weekend. We'll catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Until then, be safe, be healthy, be happy. We'll see you later. Love you. That's all, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.